Welcome to Enthusiastically Self-Employed, the show created for you as a coach, consultant, solopreneur, and small business owner. Those of us who are enthusiastic about growing our business and learning along the way. This show features expert interviews from business rock stars in my network, plus solo episodes with marketing and LinkedIn tips from me, Brenda Mellon. Years ago, the universe nudged me forward into a new path as a solopreneur. I didn't know it at the time, but my career in corporate marketing and my knack for LinkedIn opened a new door for me. Whatever brought you into being self-employed, whether it was a corporate career transition, downsizing, early retirement, or a desire for a more fulfilling career path, my guess is you found this show because you are also enthusiastically self-employed. I'm glad you found me. Now let's get started. Hey, this is Brenda Muller back again for another LinkedIn profile mini audit. And today I am joined by Michaela Leavage. Now, did I say your name correctly, Michaela, or please correct me if I said it wrong? Very close. It's Leavorg at the end there, but very close. All right. Very good. Nice to have you on today. And today we're going to be looking at your profile. Now, before I pull, pull your profile up on screen, Michaela, could you please tell us what is your signature talk about? So I've got two that I'm still toying between. One of them is about the queue of cybersecurity talent and uh, getting it moving. The other is what I call a tale of two keyboards, which is focused around my career in cybersecurity. So from pianist to cybersecurity leader. Okay, wonderful. And then are there any specific questions you have about your profile or about LinkedIn before we start looking at it together? I'll be really interested to see how I come across, actually, and particularly interested in how I can maximize leads through that, whether for speaking or other sales engagements as well. Okay, great. Let's look at it together. I'm going to pull your profile up on screen here in the background. And as we get started, the first thing I'd like to look for, is it clear to me that you're a speaker? So there's a couple ways that we can help identify that. And one is inside your headline. And I do see that you have the word speaker in your headline. So that's a good clue to me that you are a speaker. The other thing I'm looking for is what is the topic that you speak about? And I want to make sure that it's clear to me in the headline or in the header image or in both of those areas. So it looks like your headline is reading, protecting organizations through cybersecurity leadership and training. And then I see a couple other keywords in there, cybersecurity consultant, creator of the cybersecurity conductors companion as well. So I see a heavy focus on cybersecurity in your header image at the top. Now, Sibility, is that the name of your company? It is, yes. Okay, very good. And then your is your tagline, demystifying cybersecurity or what is that a part of your logo as well? It is part of the logo as well, but yes, it is the tagline. Yes. Okay. Very good. And then underneath that, there's another line that says empowering leaders to build customer trust and protect their organizations. And then it says CSIO advisor V CSIO mentor and speaker. So one suggestion I have for you, if you're looking to use LinkedIn to generate more speaking engagements, I want you to think about this header image that sits behind your headshot photo. It's like a billboard that we see on the side of a highway. And I want you to think about if you look up, look down and look up, what are your eyes drawn to? Now, my eyes are drawn to the name Sibility and then your photo. And regarding the photo, here's my recommendation for you. We've already got your headshot photo in the lower left-hand portion, and that headshot photo will always be there. It's always going to accompany your LinkedIn header image. 
what if instead of, and it's a different photo, you're wearing different attire in there, but what if having, instead of having a second photo of yourself, what if you were to take that out, make the company logo smaller? Because while the company logo is certainly important to help to brand you, I think really the message, the, the key message you want people to walk away with is that tagline, demystifying cybersecurity. So what if we made that more of the focal point and made the civility logo smaller on that? What do you think about that? I suppose the only thing is because it that line is literally part of the logo, ah, um, okay. we'll end up with it twice. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Okay, so I see what you're saying. So behind your headshot photo, I can see it. Actually, let me point over here. In your <laughs> Zoom screen, we can see it. So civility and demystifying cybersecurity, those are all one stacked image on there is what you're saying. Yeah. If that always stays together, then what if instead in the lower right-hand corner of your header image where you have right now your headshot photo and your name. And by the way, we also see your name and your photo in the lower left. And those yeah. are all, it's the joke I use, and this will help you to remember, it's the Department of Redundancy Department. We have it in there twice. The thing is, if we take out some things that are redundant, it gives bigger emphasis to items that are only listed in there once. And then if we were to take out the photo and the name and you move your logo with the tagline down to the lower right-hand portion, then you mm -hmm. could bring up the size of empowering leaders to build customer trust and protect their organization. So you can make that a larger focal point or emphasis in there. So something to think about. I'm just giving you different uh, modification. I and mean, what do you have on here? I'll be honest with you, Michaela. It's a good solid header image in here. I'm just looking at what could we do differently to change it up and maybe to dial it up. Another thing you could do is, uh, do you have any pictures of yourself speaking on stage by chance? I see, yeah. Okay, so what you could do yeah, is instead of the, website. yeah, from the website, instead of the generic illustrative photo that's in the background, what if it were a picture of you speaking on stage where we can see okay. the audience either over your shoulder, the audience speaking, or you speaking off to the side so we can see that it's you on stage with the audience. And that says speaker without even having any words in there at all. You certainly could superimpose words on there, keynote speaker on cybersecurity, or you could put the name of your signature talk or something to that effect. But what I like to think about is like periodically changing out that header image with something new because you'll okay. have people that come to your profile multiple times. I like to call them readers, not stalkers, or sometimes people say I'm stalking you or I'm, what's the other word that they use? I can't think okay. of it right now. There's two words. Oh, they both sound negative to me. Instead of like I'm stalking you, or it's really what we're doing is we're researching people. And some people will come to your profile multiple times before deciding to book you as a speaker. So if we can give them a different imagery at the top, maybe a, a photograph of you speaking on stage, it shows that experience in the background there. Okay. And I, I do want to commend you next to your name. I see that you are using the name pronunciation field. I did play that before the call, but I forgot. I gotta remember. One thing to keep in mind is LinkedIn does give you 10 seconds for that name pronunciation field. So what I would recommend that you do is say the pronunciation of your first and last name. If there's any clues that you give people as to how to say it, then emphasize that. For example, in mine, I say it's Brenda Meller. It's like Keller, but with an M. What clues do you give people on how to pronounce it? I have a friend, his name is Mark Struchesky, and it's really long and difficult to sound, but hes it's just like chess, the game, and the key that you put in the door. So that helps people to know 
how to say the name in there. And by the way, as a speaker, you could say, hi, this is Brenda Meller. I do signature talks on how to big, get a bigger slice of the LinkedIn pie. So you've got 10 seconds in there and you can do a little bit of a plug for the talk that you give in that field as well. I had never thought of that. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And now I'm going to click next on contact info, keeping in mind that for the most part, the only people that are going to be able to see this contact info are people that are first level connections. So if you're a speaker, one thing I expect to see inside here is within the website section, you can do three web pages in your contact info. Are any one of those three a link that would take you to a page where I can book you as a speaker? Not directly, no. The first one, disability.co.uk, does have a page for speaking, mm -hmm. but not directly, no. Okay. So what I like to think about is using the contact info very strategically, and you can always swap out and put different web pages in here. It can be a home page, it can be a secondary page, it could be a YouTube video, maybe your speaker demo reel if you have one. It could be a an article showing you as a speaker or things like that. But let's think about if speaking is one of the goals for your business, let's make sure that one of those pages points to the speaking page of your website, keeping in mind that once they're there, they can always nav navigate back to the homepage or navigate to other pages on the website, but it takes people to that desired section there. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And then since we know that some people are not gonna be connected to you when they're visiting your profile, the next thing I'm looking for, is it clear to me how I can get a hold of you when I'm poking around the other areas of your profile? One section you could do that is in, featured. And I see here that we can work with Sibility. You can choose on-demand or booking. There's a booking link in here. You can certainly use something inside the featured section to promote yourself as a speaker, whether it's a an image where somebody has booked you for an upcoming event, picture of you up on stage, again, a YouTube video. So you could use at least one of these items to promote your speaking business. And then as we scroll down in here, I'm looking at the about section next. And I see right in the first paragraph, are you an event? You're speaking directly to that speaking audience right there. Are you an event organizer looking for a speaker, moderator, panelist, podcast host, ghost, or guest or host? One thing I would suggest is keeping in mind that your about section, you can do 2,600 characters in total. That's including spaces. I like to maximize that, but I also like to think about what's in the previewable area in the first four lines. Because most people, Michaela, will not click on see more. I want you to think about that. I like to think about it's very precious real estate in the first four lines. Now, what I like to do is maximize that by filling in as much as I can in the first four lines before I get to the see more break. Your goal is to write it for people, even if they don't write, they don't click on see more. But also what I like about this is right in the beginning, are you an event organizer looking for a speaker? you have the link in there that they can visit to learn more. One modification that you can do, and this can help to use some of that space, is talk specifically about my signature talks include X and Y, or I'm an expert in cybersecurity and cybersecurity leadership training. So give them like two topics, for example. So if they're looking to book a speaker, moderator, panelist, podcast guest, or host on the topics of a or B. So you could weave that inside there. Then once we click on see more, I'm looking in here. What I like about this is you've got short snackable chunks of copy. It's a marketing term, but I think it helps us to understand. It's easily to skim. I like your use of all caps in there. I like the fact that it's written in the first person. I like those emojis, which are relevant to LinkedIn and they're strategic and how you're using them. So it makes it a little bit easy to skim through 
and read in here. And you've got all the items I look for, a description of you, a little bit of that backstory, why you're passionate about what you do. And now you've also got in here in the top skills section, I was looking for public speaking and there it is. It's listed in there as well. Yeah, I think just the main thing would be just to modify the first four lines, what's in that previewable area. Is that helpful for you? Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you. Wonderful. And then as we scroll down, I like to look for, is there in your experience section, is there a link for me to book you as a speaker as well, or to learn more about booking it as a speaker? Because some people will skim on past the about section. They'll go right down to experience. They're not going to read anything except experience. Some people will only read about and not experience. So I like to think about duplicating information in both places. So as you click on to expand that out, keeping in mind that I can't see your contact info unless we're first level connections. So either give them a website and or a phone number and or an email address where they can get a hold of you and make sure that's clearly spelled out in the experience section. Okay. And would you actually include the speaker talk example in this role? You certainly could. And related to that, I see that you do have some media in here. And I'm not sure if these, there's two images that appear to be broken or there's not a preview image that's associated with them. And that happens for two reasons. One is LinkedIn's not picking an image. It's not a social share image hasn't been set up with it. The other is it could be a link that's no longer valid. And sometimes when that happens, that broken link that appears. But you certainly could upload in that media section a photo of you speaking on stage, for example, it could be the same photo you have in your header even, or it could be a different photo of something in there, or it could be a link to a YouTube video. It could certainly be a LinkedIn post in something in there as well, but just make sure anything that you have that the thumbnail that we see here is intentional. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we'll start to wrap up here for today, Michaela. And I just want to thank you again for reaching out and I've enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you here today. And I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to give you the profile mini audit today. Was this helpful for you? Yeah, thank you so much for giving your time on this today, because that's been really helpful, really insightful, and particularly about using that pronunciation space as a mini advert as well. So uh, that's great. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you again. And hopefully I'll see you on a Speaker Friends Friday. And I'll give a little plug right now for our friends over at Innovation Women. I will drop the link into the show notes as well as in the YouTube video if you're interested in learning more about Innovation Women, which is a wonderful organization for female speakers. Or if you're an event planner looking to book female speakers, do check us out. And we have a, a free call with Bobby Carlton every Friday morning at 8.45 a.m. Eastern time. Now you're in the UK. So is it 2 p.m. your time or what time of day is it your time? 145 in the afternoon. Yes. Afternoon. I think she plans it strategically so that we can get folks from both sides of the plan joining us. So it's late yeah. to have that chance. Awesome. All right, Michaela, thank you so much for joining and have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Brenda Meller. I wanted to let you know if you're a coach and consultant and you're looking for some tips to really up your LinkedIn game, I've got a free downloadable checklist for you. It's called 15 LinkedIn Profile Tips for Coaches and Consultants. And this checklist is a way of getting some quick and easy tips to update your LinkedIn profile today to help generate more leads for your coaching and consulting business. To grab your copy of the list, go to mellermarketing.com slash list.